Coming to you live-ish from the rolling hills of the beautiful eastern townships, welcome to the show. I am your host, Matt McRae. Thank you for joining me again. We have a very special edition of the show today with a very special guest, a founding father, if you will, of the show from Ways Mills, the best kept secret, now a Toronto native, one Mr. Zachary Sivanos. Thank I'm back. You. Thank you for joining me today, Zach. <laughs> Thanks for having me. How does it feel? Like I never left. Nice, nice. Well, um, what's new? Um, in the last decade? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to fill everybody in on air, Zach and I are still friends, but we don't communicate as often as we should. So this is That's kind of true. a bit of a reunion on air. So we figured we'd save all the pleasantries when he arrived and just do it all for you guys here on air for the show. Pleasantries, unpleasantries, <laughs> many a thing to come. Oh man, I don't know. When I left here, I went to Montreal for a summer. Went to Toronto, been there since, got married, was married by Matt McRae. You, oh. you officiated the wedding, I as you may recall. I, I do recall. I recall <laughs> slightly. It was good. My, my past memories from those times were a little foggier than they should be, but I do recall, yes. Reverend Matt of World Peace, as uh, ordained by <laughs> www.ordainmenow.com. Are they a sponsor? Uh, no, not okay. yet. We'll not yet. I've been putting out feelers, though. I've been trying. I've been trying. Uh, as we record this show, we just learned... This for, is great. For the first time in 50 years, the Rogers Cup winner, Ms. Bianca Andreescu. Serena Williams forced to withdraw down 3-1 to one in the first set, therefore allowing Andreescu to win by the two sweetest words in the English language, default. 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 So, Canadian tennis, I, I was actually yesterday's episode ragging on Milos and uh, all the rest of the gang, basically Genie. Yeah. Uh, so is the future bright now with this new teen sensation, or is it just a win in Canada? Let's hold our horses. It's not a major here. Well, I, I kind of thought the wave had crested for Canada tennis. You know, what we'd seen basically in the past five years was a rise like we'd never seen in tennis before for Canadians. And it seemed with, I mean, in Jeannie's case, it was a lot of promise, almost completely not met in the case of Milos and the others there's still talent but I don't think the the rise that we saw necessarily there but now here we are a championship in Canada which I think might be harder for a Canadian to pull off actually than winning elsewhere so it's I don't know what it means but let's celebrate it definitely definitely the streets of TO uh, over the weekend just were just nuts you missed it it's you missed it. Ah, the raptors one was good enough That's well I, do, I doubt we'll flood the streets quite the same way we will get to that we will get to that but just i'm gonna go back <laughs> just a second i follow genie on instagram yeah, there is some I'm talent aware. there too there <laughs> is some talent there too she works hard at her craft she doesn't care about tennis unfortunately looks like but she does care about the number of likes that she, she gets does. when she's in turks and caicos well as you said we, we don't communicate as much as we should now but when i do hear from you it's usually you're sending me a picture of genie <laughs> that is that's true that's true in a former episode i did a top 10 women and men's players of all time and i put genie number three there and i actually referenced you i'm like if zach were here i'd love to see his face right now i think i might have actually <laughs> gave it to uh, maria sharapova actually instead of genie it was a tight race though i was a big kornikova kid oh that was the right time right place for me that's right she was pretty much on my age Whew, those were the days <sighs> We are not talking sports. <laughs> no. Well, she dated Pavel Burry and Sergei Fedorov, so... What a time. 
Okay. Uh, before we get to first and ten on our first segment, uh, Oscar buzz for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Have you seen it? No, I'm going to see it this week, I think. Oh. I have yet to see it. I was basically waiting until I came here. My wife won't see it. Taryn, as some people remember from when I did have a morning show here. Y- your wife. <laughs> yes, exactly. it's back. It never went away. Okay. <laughs> um, but you did. No, yeah, she, gonna... she didn't know. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> she, had, she had no interest, so I figured see with my brother or somebody while I'm here. But yeah, I got to check it out. Excellent. Me too. I've heard great things. I've yet to see it. But I mean, Tarantino, Pitt, DiCaprio... Basically, you and I were the S3's version of Pitt and DiCaprio Which back in the day. Many people said that. So, you know, this is kind of a getting the band back together type of situation. Really? Is. Without further ado, let's not hesitate and get into first and ten. Woo! <laughs> Number one. Antonio Brown says he'll retire if he can't wear his old helmet. Should we just let him? Yeah. I'm sick of this guy. Frostbite on the feet, <laughs> not wearing the proper socks. No, I love it. The Oakland Raiders, man. Or the soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders. What a what a team. But Gruden, that guy. Oh, that man. guy. I The NFL is compelling in the most unexpected ways. And this is another one. Like You could maybe see this story in the NBA or NHL, but you probably would never see it in baseball. But the NFL just finds new ways to create controversies, that I never expected. It's a it's a beautiful league that keeps on giving for content like this. Is it value, is it decent for the world or is there any real merit? Probably not. But hey, here we are, Antonio Brown. And top of that, HBO is there for hard knocks. I know. That's so they're cool. there to kid. Daddy, where's Roethlisberger? Did you see that clip of Antonio Brown's kids <laughs> asking him where Roethlisberger was? It's just great. And then Gruden is just he's trying to he's Monday Night Football Gruden, double wide spider banana, whatever his shtick is. Uh, they're just going to crash and burn. I've spoke a lot about the Cleveland Browns this year. Oh, excited about the Browns. I love Baker Mayfield. Yes. He wakes up and feels dangerous. The elegance of a mustache. <laughs> like, just what is not to like about this guy? He's amazing. I saw him dancing, a clip of him dancing this morning. Got some moves. Ready to go. I'm all in on the Browns. Awesome. All in, all in, all in. <laughs> Let's jump. Number two. What is the best nickname for the Toronto Blue Jays' young guns? We got uh, got a few suggestions here. Yeah. We have the BGs mm-hmm. with the Bs and the Gs. They got the kid line. Yeah. There's two Gen, which apparently is a letter Kenny kind of thing. Oh yeah. Legacy line. I like the all the, all the juniors. It's all right. Yeah. Or denim guys, aka good jeans. Yeah, that's the one. That's some dang I'm, good jeans. I'm in on denim guys. Denim guys. That, it, nothing really kind of fits. But Guerrero Junior. over the weekend again had a big game. Bichette, his first fifty at bats. incredible. Nine doubles. Bo, I know. Bo knows baseball. I was there for Vladdy's first career hit, by the way. I mean, and he's had plenty more after that. Struggled a little bit to start, but... The home run derby, that was the moment. Amazing, amazing. The future is bright for the Toronto Blue Jays. It's going to stink for a while. This year, maybe, no and pitching. even next year. Yeah. No pitching. They're in the AL East. I mean, the beasts are there. But in a couple years to come, if that's the core of their oh, lineup... You can work with that. Yeah, they're, they're going to be fine. But, uh, yeah, maybe denim guys. No, I like denim because... Whenever they're threatening, here's what's great. Whenever you got a guy on second, old school Nintendo style baseball, you can just play denim, 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 <laughs> denim, 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 yes. <laughs> and the threat is on. And just imagine the commercials, guest jeans oh. with Vladdy I mean, I've Jr. Been tra- I've been trying to get, here's, I will warn, I've been trying to get a denim sponsor. This is going to be a joke <laughs> for my podcast for like six years now. It right. is tough. That's a tough market to crack. I'll warn them. Carrie Price Wrangler? Is well, that... I'm out with them now. We tried so really? long. Have you tried Guess? Guess jeans had the, they were well, very... Well, just uh, Carrie Price doesn't wear Guess. Yeah. Well, what if we get Vladdy Jr. in some Guess jeans? I mean, not to say he has a bubble butt, 
but he's well, got he a, he's got an ample backside. I don't think Wrangler could handle that. It needs more. And of the... guess is guess is meant for the shapely male or female body, right? It's 2019. Anyone? Moving on. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Where do you project the Toronto Raptors finishing in the East next season? I got number four, I think. Number four? It's still a good team. They know how to win. I mean, yeah, Kawhi, when Kawhi was in the lineup last year, they, they were still fine as a team. I, I I don't think playoffs, you can have a lot of hope for them, but I still think they're probably going to host the, you know, they'll be home team advantage in the first round of the playoffs. I think they got a top four in them. Yeah. They'd be tough to make the playoffs in the West, I think, but in the East. The West the, is crazy. It's man. crazy where they are. I mean, Kawhi going, they just build him a statue. The fun guy statue, you press the button and it laughs on the bottom, <laughs> right? And just, just cherish it, you know? That's great. The, it's I great. Know. And they're going to be competitive. They're going to be fun. We'll watch Siakam. It's yeah, but good. Kyle Lowry's in a contract year. Is he going to come out and uh, average 40 points a game? Speaking of bubble butts. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Where do you project the Habs, a.k.a. Montreal Canadiens, in the upcoming season? Oh, can he date? 96 points last year wasn't know, enough to make the playoffs. Which is crazy. Like, three teams in the modern era eclipsed that point and didn't make the playoffs. It's frustrating. Here's my fear, Matty. Everyone had a really good season last year. Anyone takes a step back, plus you got now Shaw, and nothing really came back. I wasn't the biggest. I was a Shaw supporter, but I, I don't think he made a difference. But When he was healthy. Yeah, yeah it's... I have trouble figuring out how they get better right now the power play they just need to be fair. better on the power play they need guys That's like Droid, domi i mean with weber healthy finally no playoffs last yeah. year if their power play is better they're going to be able to get over 100 points and then you're in the conversation for the playoffs yeah. almost guaranteed. Well, right? I mean, if the kid takes another step forward at center, that's that's a spot that it could be done with Kotkaniemi. But Vic- I, it's, it's going to be an interesting season. I don't know. I expected a lot more one way or another this offseason and instead it was just like oh, okay yeah it was pretty run it back I forgot about Ben Chariot Chariot yeah, uh, I, I forgot about him completely I was just like oh I did a, a whole show and then I was like wait a minute didn't even talk about it it's because I didn't care and yeah. I forgot about it so Victor Mete I mean maybe if there he puts on his big boy jeans yeah. we'll see guess speaking of big boy jeans number five <laughs> Bryce Harper homered twice Friday night shushing the San Francisco Giants crowd Winning 9-6, to six, he hit a solo home run in the 5th, hit another 3-run blast in the 7th into McCovey's Cove. How do you feel about Bryce Harper I'm, in that deal? I'm not a Bryce Harper guy. They were chanting overrated. I mean, he is. Well, I don't think so, though. Oh, the contract is insane. And I, I've, I've always felt Bryce Harper's overrated. But what else are you going to cheer about in Philadelphia? right Washington's missing him this year I mean they're still doing okay but yeah. how much have you heard about the Nationals other than they're wearing the Expos they're uniforms just upsetting me by that was Scherzer you take that off you look sexy as hell but you take that off just got defiled <laughs> we have a clip I'm gonna play this right. clip of Bryce Harper shushing the crowd and quieting the noise just listen to the announcers they love them some Bryce Harper yeah hair I mean he's got the sleeves I mean he, he's got the look you gotta at least give him no, that he's look. a handsome man Right? And then, I mean, Mike Trout is understated. He's having one of the best years of his career. I mean, and you hear nothing about him. At least he's marketable. He's another guy that's along with Judge and Stanton, the other, the New York guys. I mean, arguably, Harper over Mookie Betts. I mean, Mookie Betts is a five-tool player. And how much do you really see of Mookie? You get a lot of give love. Me, give me Mookie any day. 100%. 100%. But I'm just saying, how many commercials have you seen Mook in? Oh, is that how we're regarding it? That's how I'm regarding it. Okay, let's play this clip. We're halfway through first and ten, and we'll be back here on the show. Oh, God, it's good.
center field. That's well hit. Pilar is going back to the fence. It is gone. Home run, Bryce Harper. It's his 21st of the season. Well, the Phillies now lead it five to three. The hitter will let you know. Mm -hmm. He knew he got it. He walked up out of that box like, yep, we're up by two now, boys. Did you see that? Yeah. You gotta love it. There's, there's nothing better, Ben. You know it. They going into the lion den. And silence in the crowd. Well, you, you, you've had that happen. Oh. You it's had a great feeling. A lot. It, yeah. it, it brings the best out of you. Or don't shift as much. In the air to right center field. That one's gonna be way out of here. Gone. Three run home run. Splash down for Bryce Harper. And the Phillies retake the lead. It's eight to six here in the top of the seventh inning. You can't go to the well that many times wow. and hang that many sliders. Mm. Just takes one swing. Well, that is the 51st ball into McCovey Cove in the air by the opposition. It's the third by the Phillies. Dominic Brown and Cody Ashier, the other two. That was a bomb. Mm. Just that sound. Ooh, that's way back there. Oh, I'm exhausted. 22 home runs. <laughs> what a final it is going to be because Serena will face the hometown hero in Bianca Andreescu. Put in a lot of work and sweat on those courts. So being able to be in the finals of Rogers Cup means the world. Bianca clearly knows how to play tennis, knows how to win on the big stage. She's won a huge tournament this year already, and she's already in another final, so it'll be a good match. In her hometown, Bianca Andreescu has made the final of the Rogers Cup. Serena Williams getting close now one more win required to get a fourth title in Toronto and welcome back to the show I'm your host Matt McRae joined with a very special in-studio guest one Mr. Zachary Sivanos thank you Zachary uh, so we just heard that little clip there, just an update. Uh, obviously, that was a pre-final, but Andreescu did win with Serena Williams withdrawing. So congratulations to her. First Canadian win in 50 years. City of champions. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, number six. Kyle Kuzma says he's capable of being the third star for the LA Lakers. LeBron, <laughs> Anthony Davis. Is this wishful thinking or not going to happen? No, I think it's it's in play. I like the attitude. I mean, what do you want him to say? Yeah. No, uh, I'm going to shoot for really sixth man of the year. He said he didn't shoot well last year. True. In his second season, he still averaged 18.7 points per game, 5.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists. That needs to be better. 45.6 field goal and over 30% from the three-point arc. And that's in 70 games. Not bad. No, I still believe in Kyle Kuzma. And the third best player on a team? That's 
reasonable for him. Exactly. Chris Bosch was almost overqualified for that role in Miami anyway. So that's what he needs to do. He needs to watch game tape of the old uh, Chris Bosch and what he did in Miami. And he needs to be a facilitator. Lonzo Ball's gone. Ingram's gone. I mean, Rondo's still there, but... I think he he can step up. I like the attitude, but again, I'm doubtful as well. I mean, it's, it, it would have been a whole different ball game if Kawhi wanted to uh, to keep this superpower and go to the Lakers. Yeah. But again, that's just Mr. New Balance himself, Kawhi, just keeping the I balance. Love I love it of the NBA. I mean, he took down the Miami Heat when they were an empire and threatening to threepeat when he was in San Antonio, and now he does the same thing to Golden State, and they've pretty much all but disbanded. I mean, they signed Green to a hundred million dollar. I mean, they're going to contend. But Kevin Durant, I, don't get me started on Durant. He needs to shut up. Yes. Telling Toronto the only time you're going to make the finals, go get some more fake Twitter accounts and I'm, I'm start trolling KD. people. I, oh, he's eccentric, blah, blah, blah. No, he, he's kind of a not nice guy, and he, he's, he's not weird. He's just crass and terrible. Anyways, moving on, number seven. <laughs> Tiger Woods withdrew from the Northern Trust over the weekend with an oblique injury. Sure. Tiger era completely done. Well, I, I thought it was already, and then he came back and won one, so maybe not, but yes. I agree. Condensed schedule, his age, the temperature is now affecting him. Global warming, you mean? Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a myth. It's a myth. <laughs> Who knows where Tiger falls on that? Actually, that's a question. Let's, get, let's find out what Tiger thinks on global warming. <laughs> oh, I think that it's a, it's a myth. Uh, I don't know why his lisp there. But Brooks Kepka, Rory Spieth, Dustin Johnson. Yeah, it's a new era. These guys are better. I love Brooks Kepka saying that he doesn't really practice. He doesn't care about any of the other tournaments. Practice? And he only, cares, practice? he only cares about the four majors, and he wins two out of four. That's fantastic. <laughs> Moving on. Number eight. Andre Markov is ho- hoping to rejoin the Habs, looking for a one-year deal to come back after two years in the KHL. Yes or no? Why not, eh? I think I, we should have done it last year. Yeah, you bring him back. Come on. Mar- I mean, do I think it will work? No. Look, if you ever heard me 12 years ago when I was on these airwaves, um, I thought Markov was risky and nearly done then. So what do I know about Andre Markov? Let's let's bring him back. 990 games with the, the Habs. Yeah. He is uh, like sixth all-time in scoring. He's got like 119 goals, 572 assists. In 990. Look, Bring him back for a gift for a thousand. He says he misses everything about Montreal. I mean, if he wants to come back and, uh, you know, professional tryout and see what he's got just in camp, fine. And maybe he makes it. Maybe it's good to have him around. It won't hurt the power play if we have Markoff and Weber out there. If they can Nothing somehow can hurt work the together. power play. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Number nine. Uh, Mahomes is number one ranked quarterback in the NFL currently. One of the only ones with a 99 rating in the Madden game. Excluding him, if you had to, uh, say, GM a franchise mm-hmm. and, and pick a quarterback for the next two years. Two years, okay. Two years. So you got Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, Mayfield, Luck, Roethlisberger. You got to pick one of those next guys. You're not allowed to pick Mahomes. Or you can go with a wild card off the board. For the next two years, Tom Brady, I mean, he's, he's signed. He's I, the go. I know. What do we do about Tom Brady? <laughs> I'm not going to pick him because he's 42 now? 42 years young that's come on i can't be picking him father time can't catch tb12 r-e-l-a-x aaron Rodgers, new coaching they've the packers in front no i i i get way too aaron Rodgers might be at the wrong side of 35 i think he is 35 now he's how much older is he than his coach 
<laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and they're not getting along. He's arguing about the co-team scrimmages. But what am I going to pick? Roethlisberger? Cam Newton. You know who's underrated Ooh. now is Cam Newton. I didn't even have him on the paper. That's Cam Newton might be might be a conversation. And his yeah his run their running game is legit. Give me Baker. Baker he wakes up feeling dangerous and he, <laughs> I, I I would pick Brady myself be, just because it's probably the right answer. It's Brady, but if I'm gonna go like wild card, I would go Baker Mayfield just because that's what I hope. Yeah. Because he gives the best pressers and he's my new favorite in the NFL, other than anybody that's a New England Patriot. <laughs> Number 10. Oh, you're a Pats guy. Big time. Disgusting. Number 10. Do you watch the CFL? You know. At all. The uh, I haven't for years. And then this season, I have a little bit. I don't know. I, it might be something I do every summer and then forget. In the July, August, like there's nothing going on. Labor Day, you yeah, remember I the CFL's it. a thing? But the Alouettes, New Jersey's is... I think that's why I watched. <laughs> They're so good looking, and the team's better around them. Like I don't, I barely consider myself an Alouettes fan, but I've, I've watched a little bit this summer. Um, could I name three CFL players? No, no. <laughs> we were spoiled with the Calvio days. Yeah, we were yeah. just winning all the time and going to all these great cups. And uh, I, I've actually tried to tune into a couple games, and I have a couple Alouettes questions. Okay, Probably Johnny Menzel's gone, right? That's like correct, that's yeah. that's no longer a thing. They're done with the NFL projects and stuff. Indeed. Number two, why is Boris Bidet their kicker? He misses extra points like regularly. I see that. Oh, the Montreal scored six. I'm like, what did they do? A couple long field goals? No, no. Touchdown, missed extra point. He's got a rocket for a leg, but no aim. And I remember the Rouge et and seeing him play coming here to Lennoxville against Bishops. And it was the same thing. He was missing extra points. How is he still a thing? Here's what I know. If you got a bidet, you want it to be accurate. <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> Sorry for the clap. That probably hurt the earphones. I couldn't help myself. Wow. Okay, uh, we have a bonus question J- just for you. Last last episode, uh, we talked about Lord Stanley's Cup coming here to Sherbrooke. Mr. David Baron brought it to Louis's restaurant. He brought it to the Sports Palace. He was on top of a replica fire truck. Not a real fire Wait, truck, <laughs> which caused some controversy. It was a replica. Why? Couldn't Why? Isn't a replica fire truck probably more difficult to acquire? Yeah, but the ladders stink like they're just painted on the side. Let's give them a real 10-foot ladder That's what I'm saying. and shoot it up there. If you won the Stanley Cup, I, I think your time as a player is passed, but maybe, uh, you GM. know, GM, goalie coach. I see I see someone listening to the podcast soon and just hired me, I assume. That's it. On the spot, Bergevin's fired. Zachary Sivanos has been hired <laughs> as the general manager. And you win the cup. Where do you bring it? What do you do with Ooh. the Stanley Cup for a day? That's a really good question that Thank I've you. never considered because I you. never thought there was any chance I'd win the Stanley Cup. While you think about it, I will tell you what no, I would what do. What would you do? I'd put it on a party boat. I drive yeah, it down the Massawippi shore. I drive by Pleasant View Beach in North Alley. I go all the way down to Ayers Cliff in the Tamophobia. I'd wave at the fine people there. Come back through Black Point. Wave at the people on the beaches. Bring it into Dreamland Park right on the gazebo. Mm-hmm. Friends and family, popcorn machine, maybe a little concert. And then we just celebrate. We swim in the waters of the Lake Massawippi. <laughs> I, think that's a good, I think that's what you got to do. Especially being, you know, lake folk. On Airscliff and North Hadley's side. You got to put it on the lane. That's the right answer. Right, we're neighbors. No, all that came to my mind was like, take it up Orford or something like that. Yeah. Up the chairlift? I don't know. But then there's nobody up there. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I had no good ideas. The leg thing seems well, to be a good one. <laughs> I take it to Wood Snack Bar, fill it with puts in. There you go. There you go. Or, and then we're on a horse carriage and around the track at the oh, fairgrounds talking. in Airscliff. Take it on the zipper? It's where you learned how to hit, you know. <laughs> I didn't learn much, let's be honest. <laughs> 
Alrighty, well that's gonna wrap up first and ten, our first segment. We're gonna take a brief musical interlude and be back with much more here on 88.9 CJMQ, the Cube. This is the show. Well, Homer, I guess you're the winner by default. Default! Woohoo! The two sweetest words in the English language. Default, default, default. Where'd you get that anyway? Sent away.
A's titanium take of the townships. Major League Baseball, a.k.a. the MLB, should switch to robot umpires ASAP. I think the uh, managers in the game now are given way too much ammunition versus the umpires. The players as well. The players are feeling more liberal and vocal. Soon it's going to be as bad as NBA with the uh, players arguing every single call. We didn't have this technology before, but now we do. So every single ballpark has been implemented with this technology since 2008. This pitch tracker has been installed in every single stadium, and they've had the technological ability to implement it. I say do it. Now, guys, it's not an actual robot, unfortunately, who's behind the plate. It's a pitch tracker. So uh, think of it as a strike zone analysis system. It varies. It adjusts to batter's uh, height and stance, gives various information relayed to a man umpire, regular umpire who's behind the plate, as in a delayed relay, he gets it in an earpiece, then he makes the call. Uh, I think there may even be situations where they can overrule the call if they see fit. Um, I think MLB must eliminate the human error from the game. They've got these unwritten rules of baseball that's still causing issues. Errors never make a sport better. The value of their sport will uh, suffer, the credibility, and uh, if you have the technology and the ability to use it, I say do it. Tennis has adapted it. Football has improved their replay, uh, NBA, NHL. Imagine watching an NFL football game without that first down marker, that big yellow line. Yeah, in the late 90s, they didn't have that. It just improves the experience as a watcher. Heck, if you want to be Canadian about it, let's uh, con consider curling. They've got the technology now, uh, the hog line uh, handles, where <laughs> it's got the sensor, and it, as long as you release the rock before, before the hog line, there's lights on the rock. It just takes the human error of an umpire out of the game. There's no arguing. It's not a judgment call sometimes. It's a fraction of an inch, and now you have the technology to do it. So I say yes to robot umpires. MLB, wake up. Get better. Be better. Make improvements where you can. If history has shown us anything, you'll have another problem in need of fixing really dang soon ball four take your medicine get those robots in there get that strike zone analysis in play i'd say by the time the playoffs were on this year why not stop wasting time that's today's titanium take of the townships And we are back. So, Zach, what do you think of my titanium take of the, from the townships? I mean, I would take some shots at it, but <laughs> I'm told it's titanium and I can't. So, uh... I was disappointed that there wasn't robots yeah, going no, behind the plate, like C-3PO edition, just like put them back there and then have them have like the cool hit. I, I would love to see someone get tossed by a robot umpire. Physically tossed. <laughs> Not like the, those murder robots. From Think that. of how we're up in baseball. You got A, the robot umpire. B, in, if someone gets thrown from the game, robot arm comes out, throws them, and they can land on a thing. Like safety first, obviously. But uh, we, we could improve baseball. What do you think of their argument that they want to keep human error in the game? Isn't that just bogus? Is it? I, my thoughts on human error have actually become a little grayer over the years uh, because I was there was a time in my life before we had so much replay that I thought, yeah, bring it in. Of course, do everything you can to um, make sure every call gets right. Replay, I think, has actually been a problem for a lot of sports. However, you watch tennis, 
you watch soccer, the stuff that we could read within, and as you're talking about a strike zone here, that all makes sense to right. me. Tennis, I, don't, I don't want to waste time going to replays or things like that. Like if it was, we're going to be reviewing balls and strikes, no way. But I think like tennis, it's helped tennis so much. So and much. I think baseball could, well, why are we messing around with this? We've got the technology. We know, I mean, I was reading an article on the ringer the other day. Joe West just called what they basically assume is a perfect game. You can't get it perfect with these things because of the difference in height and whatnot of the batters. But And it's more rare than a no-hitter. It's more rare than guys hitting for the cycle. It's really hard to call a near-perfect game. And I mean, it's the whole thing is what these guys are calling. So, no, I'm not against that. Yeah, I read that. Shout out to The Ringer. This is good people. Good good, good sports journalism goes I, on I absorb a lot of their content. That's, and yeah, just fantastic. I agree. I agree. I think... It, just not trying to make their sport better. It's just stupid. So again, that's why titanium take of the day. Let's get some robots in there. By, by the playoffs this year, this postseason. Let's do it. Let's get it in there. Then uh, what do the managers have to argue about? Boone's not going to be coming out and arguing low strikes. Well, then what's Boone going to do? He doesn't make the lineup. He doesn't choose when the pitchers come in or out. I mean, that's all he's got. That's true. I don't want to, I don't want Booney not to have something to do. <laughs> terrific, terrific. Well, we're just going to wrap it up. I got another song coming up. I got uh, "Hard to Handle" from the Black Crows. Ooh. That's just for you, Zach. You. We got a, a rockin' edition. That takes me back. One more musical interlude, and we'll be back to talk Will Ferrell and a little uh, "Take Me Home." Ooh. Mama, I'm sure all the hand and I just around I don't speak louder than words And I'm a man of great experience I know you got another man But I can love you better than him Take my hand, don't be afraid I'm gonna prove every word I say I'm advertising love for free So you can place your Candle calls a mama, I'm sure all the hand and I just around. Calls a mama, I'm sure all the hand and I just around. Calls a mama, I'm sure all the hand and I just around. 
teams with his mother, Carlos Boozer. That's center number 13. He's a Scorpio and a horrible dancer, Joaquim Noah. At forward, 6'10 from Mexico. He doesn't speak a lick of English, but we still love him. Gustavo Io. After basketball, his dream is to become a rodeo clown. Jared Jones! Here's to Lance Armstrong. I love you, man. Now is that so wrong? An hours ago, Serena was on the court, and you were here in the president's box, and you're still here. I'm here. I did change out of a t-shirt, though, into a collared shirt. This is Ron Burgundy. Just uh, sending it back up to the Macintosh brothers, Patrick and Jim. Great job, guys. Uh, I think that just made my broadcasting yeah. career right yeah. there. Please welcome Jeff Vuvuzela. Thanks for having me, Seth. Oh, wow, Jeff. Jeff, is that the way you always sound? Yes! Supplementary, supplementary, supplementary. May I have the definition, please? The other guys are supplementary to the main guys. S-U-P-P-L-E, supple. Enough. SB goes to Tiger Woods. People are always asking me, Tiger, uh, how do you do it? And my answer is shut up. Uh, I ask the questions around here. And welcome back to the show. That was perhaps one of the funniest men on the planet. Will Ferrell? Oh, I thought you meant because I'd been on the show. Oh, I, uh, sorry. Second funniest man on the planet. Thank you. To the guest in studio, we got Zachary Sivanos. I am your host, Matt McRae. Things are winding down here on this retro edition, reunion edition. It's called reunion. I'm not, okay. We're not old enough for did retro. You, did you catch the new Beverly Hills 90210? No. I've heard bad things. Yeah, no kidding. I know. I just didn't have Dylan. I mean, no, without I'm, Dylan, I'm, what were they thinking? The only retro, the only thing, I'm, I'm the new Hills. That's what I'm watching. No, oh. actually, no. Not oh. actually. <laughs> What's the Vanderpump Rules? I kind of got into that I, a little I, bit. People love that one. I don't. There's not a single reality show I watch. To it's be pretty, pretty good. And Big Brother again. I'm still into oh, that. You're still I've been doing that. Pushing that on you for years. And, I know. And you say no. I'll watch when you get on it. Okay. Well, that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, couple of reminders. You're going to be joining us on the very next brand new episode of the show airing August 20th from 6 to 7 p.m. You can't get rid of me. That's it. We're. It's going to be a special. Retro top 10 sports documentary slash best sports movies of all time. That's just really flows off the tongue. That's just, just rolls right <laughs> off the tongue. I'm not even going to redo that. I'm just going to keep it just like that. That's it, the title. Yeah. It's nice. It, I like the, Good I like, for SEO. We're in the, hot, we're in the hot dock era, Zach. Oh, tell me about it. You I, don't need to tell me. <laughs> I actually had some fun reviewing these trailers and the documentaries. Um, there were some really, really good ones. I couldn't resist myself uh, in some of the, the you movies. You never can. Some of the old ones watching their trailers. It was just like, whoa, things have really changed. Seriously. Like, now, the documentary have leaped forward. It's insane to watch one now. I mean, just what I think, what, I think it's what HBO came along and did. 
And then what Simmons and the 30 for 30 did, it changed it all, man. And then Netflix, once yep. they got into the Criminal Doc uh, era, I'm, I'm a sucker. Dateline, Criminal Documentaries. Yeah. Oh, What about podcasts? Are you like the, the crime podcasts you've begun those? I, I, I've given it a try. I've given it a shot. Yeah. Sports ones are good. The, I, the Aaron Hernandez one, uh, the Steve McNair one, I listened to both of those. Those were crazy. Uh, a little harder to get into the other yeah. mi- murder mystery podcasts, but you. like Dateline, Keith Morrison, like <laughs> Hook, Line, and Sinker, Bill Hader doing Keith Morrison. Say, <laughs> the guy on Dateline, you remember the guy Keith Morrison? Yes, I do. I love Dateline. Do you guys watch Dateline? It's my favorite show. <laughs> it's the only t- I love true crime shows. And Keith Morrison has that real folksy kind of way of talk. He's like, saw so your, you saw your father shot in the face. <laughs> and I go, well, that must have been a while. <laughs> and uh, the other people on it I love is Josh Mankiewicz. Oh, wow. he, Josh Mankiewicz is the best because he kind of has, has a like a stuffy nose. <laughs> he always go. He's always in Aruba. <laughs> it's like the guy killed someone in, in Cabo San Lucas. That's mine. Like he always gets the best. <laughs> and then, uh, and then he goes. Uh, he always says you could have a drinking game with this every time he'll go. He'll do this. He goes. So you found a dead. Now most people when they find a dead body in their house they call nine one one. But you didn't do that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be driving around my car going, you didn't do that, did you? I'll be doing that. <laughs> I do it with my kids now. You didn't clean your room, did you? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then the other guy's Dennis Murphy on there. The guy, he has Dennis Murphy. <laughs> Dennis Murphy has this real kind of sing-song way of talking. <laughs> but he always gets things. He's like an old kind of news reporter. He always gets stories about, like, young kids, like, murdering each other or something. <laughs> so I'll be like, you know, Katie and Kara were BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, they had just bought the new Future album that had just dropped, and they were smoking Kush and twerking. <laughs> like, just trying to fit in. He's like, their LOLs quickly turned to WTFs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. Wow, well done. Right off the top of my head. <laughs> so good, so good, so good. It gets me every time. Um, so that's it. So I guess I had here we were going to talk about Will Ferrell. Okay. Um, in Take Me Home here. Is he still funny? Does he still, he still got it? I think, well, here's the thing. And you kind of heard on that clip you were playing, like when he was throwing it back up to Stu, like it's almost tough for guys who hit his status. The same with like Bill Murray. When Bill Murray goes out to a Cubs game, it's like people are going to laugh no matter what you do. And sports humor is so like you do anything that's mildly funny. Athletes think you're hilarious. Sports broadcasters think you're hilarious. So Will's in a weird spot where he just wins if he shows up in his Will Ferrell. I still think, I still think he's got it. I don't know that I'm ever going to be excited for one of his comedy movies again but i can still watch Step Brothers weekly and have a good time so does it matter well that, that's why that i brought up this topic comedy's I, tough man i i found myself passing up a will ferrell movie for the first time in a long time yeah. the one where him and his wife start a casino in i the saw house. that on a plane i'll watch every will Fer- here's what i'll say every will ferrell movie i will still watch on a plane yeah that's my space for them now. the mark Wahlberg one i didn't see the sequel yeah. daddy is it daddy's oh, home daddy, oof, that's it, some movies man yeah so it's Wolf. like 
Uh, I guess maybe it's just I miss the old Will Ferrell. I'm playing these old clips that, you know, years and years ago. But he was a trendsetter. He started yeah. a whole branch of humor, basically. It became a thing. The Zach Galifianakis yeah. of the world after that. I mean, it became a whole thing. So Take Me Home Today, it's just a celebration of Ferrell, of who he used to be. And maybe you're right. Yeah, I think you shone, shone some light That's in my eyes. For. That's what I'm here Blinded for. me with, with as to, yeah, it's impossible. Like when an athlete tells a joke and all the, the reporters just go nuts with laughter. Uh-oh. I mean, not that funny. Uh, no, it's, it's inc- like, remember at Tiger Woods peak when he would like say something that almost like the inflection resembled a joke and the press corps would be like, oh man, zinger from Tiger, oh Tiger. Eldrick's got it. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you for joining me on this edition of the show. I mean, it's uh, all the feels here, this reunion episode. We're going to keep the ball rolling again next Tuesday, 6 to 7 p.m. All sports doc, sports show, sports movie edition. I'm excited. We're going to close it out with uh, a little SNL theme going with Will Ferrell with uh, Adam Sandler and his appearance on SNL for Mm. his his Chris Farley song. We're going to fade out with that. Uh, I got the. Yeah, that's it. Let's go. Bye. First time I saw me was sweeter than honey Plaid jacket and belt too tight And he wasn't even being funny Then he cartwheeled around the room And slowed ass with a cleaning lady He was a one-man party You know I'm talking about I'm talking about my friend Chris Farley Whether you was the bumblebee girl or living in a van down by the river. He loved the bears and did good dance at Chippendales with Swayze. When they replaced his coffee with Folgers, he went full on crazy. The sexiest cap girl and me loaf in the band. Without him, there'd be no lunch lady in lunch lady land. You know I'm thinking about Thinking about my boy Chris Farley. After a show, we drink a quart of Jack Daniels, then stick the bottle right up. <laughs> but hungover as hell, that Catholic boy always showed up to morning man. We tell him slow down, you'll end up like pollution candy. Said those guys are my heroes, that's all fine and dandy. I ain't making that stuff up, that's the truth about my boy Chris Farley.